When Frodo and Sam arrive on the plains of Gorgoroth, the heart of Mordor, it is said that under the westward mountains Mordor was a dying land, but it was not yet dead. And here things still grew, harsh, twisted, bitter, struggling for life. In the glens of the Morgai on the other side of the valley, low scrubby trees lurked and clung, coarse gray grass tussocks fought with the stones, and weathered mosses crawled on them, and everywhere great writhing tangled brambles sprawled. Not a pretty picture. And it kind of applies here. They must have had something of it in mind when they designed the place. Angmar is wretched. It is the Chernobyl of Middle-earth, second only to the black land itself. It is dry, dead, craggy, filled with evil men, orcs, wargs, drakes, and other beasties eager to feast on anyone who gets within aggro range. The land itself is almost ready to give up, seemingly rejecting the crumbling towers of the once mighty, evil kingdom of Angmar under the Iron Crown of the Witch King. Where, for centuries, it had been left alone, it now suffers again under a new reign of terror. And we're in the nice part of town. It's West Angmar, and you are listening to Beneath Your Feet. So what is it that you like about this part of Middle-earth? Why you, when Dodge of Casual Stroll to Mordor said we need to wall up Angmar, why did you say you would <laughs> talk about this on the show? <laughs> well, you know, I guess it's one of those areas that you know everyone hates. I mean, you know, loads of reporters named it Angry Mar. Joining me in West Angmar is Josh, Doc Holliday of the MMO Saloon and MMO Reporter. And I think it's just one of those places that, first off, I think it gets a bad rap from uh, when it was first launched. And right. that was, you know, the area. That was the, the end game content at that point when the game first launched. Right. And it had a lot of dead areas and it had a lot of annoying things that it, it worked and just places that didn't really flow very well. The quest didn't flow all that well. And it was just one of those that just kind of got thrown together a little bit. Right. And so I think a lot of people that have played the game, you know, had that recollection of it. it yeah. You know, again, it kind of gets you into that mindset of you're part of a bigger story you know this isn't just about the rain this is about a whole bunch of other things that are going on and all these tribes and all these areas are all being beset by this evil and you know we're trying to do our pieces you know wherever we can to try and help out and you know, so um, I, the, the landscape of angmar really does communicate that like you're not you know you're not supposed to be here you're not welcome here well, yeah, and there, there's so many fortresses and so many mm-hmm. different things that you have to go through and and, and there you know there's actually some challenging content out there even really, yeah, just uh, doing normal quests out there and that's kind of another thing i like about this area is is there is some stuff that will smack you around you yeah know, it's not a it's not a walk in the park there are some areas mm-hmm. where you know if you uh, aren't careful you will find yourself in a, in a world of hurt really quickly and i think that could be the other potential issue people have with it you know there's people who uh, just want to kind of casually walk through and just do things and, and not really have to pay attention yeah whereas angmar does kind of keep you on your toes the land of Angmar is fenced in by the Ram Duath, with only two points of entry, one guarded by drakes on the west and one by hillmen on the east. Through the troughs of rocky canyons, one comes to the highlands where the neutral hillmen, the Trevgalorg, have taken residence. Down the hill is where the downright ickiness of Angmar is revealed. 
As if graven canyons filled with orcs wasn't bad enough, Fasak Loran is a dead space. Dead trees, dead grass, wargs that, will kind of look like they're dead. It's the home of the Halls of Night and the front lines in the conflict between two groups of hillmen. All in all, it is uninviting. I don't think they've watered down the content exactly, but they've definitely um, minimized the, the difficulty and the danger in a lot of places. And so that, that initial foray into Angmar, you're really going into, you know, like I said, a mini Mor- uh, Mordor. And if you didn't have a group of people to go with you or if you weren't prepared, then you could get into some serious trouble. And that feeling of danger is still kind of there in Angmar and it's still there in other places in the game. Um, but things have changed so much now that people can kind of gloss over Angmar because it is that challenging and it is that unpleasant. Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, again, that, that kind of is, uh, I think it's there by design. You yeah, know, I think they really did go out of their way to try and, you know, they tried to ramp it up a little bit, you know, the revamp and, and tried to make it a little bit more, um, more of a ramp as opposed to uh-huh. just that, that sharp cliff. That you right. walk off. But, uh, I, I think that there are definitely still some areas where, you know, a lot of those little forts and little, little areas and stuff, they get to be uh, kind of ugly pretty quickly. Yeah. It's kind of like hard mode after you get out of uh, some of the other places. Yes, and I think that's a good place that people can go to figure out what they want to do in the game. You that's know, if true. they like that content, then that's a great thing that you should go look at. You know, there's places in Moria that are like that. There's places, mm-hmm. you know, certainly a lot of the instances and, you know, going into the tier twos and the hard modes and challenge modes at different instances are, are kind of leading down that path. But if you find that that's not stuff that you like, then there's a lot of other content that's available that you can go off and do stuff. And that's true. go back to Angmar when you're in your 70s. West Angmar is the inhabited part of this wretched land. Turbine have created a hill people, a strain of men who dwell in Angmar. Like the Lawsoth or Snowmen, fleshed out by Turbine and modeled after the Finns, the hillmen of Angmar are modeled after the Scots. You hear it in their accent and the few words they speak in their own tongue. Their main city, which is more like a fancified camp, is Algair. Little more than Aurok hide tents bound with bridges spanning little creeks and sheltered by an encircling hillside. The people are a divided one. The Trev Galorg and the Trev Duverdine. The Duverdine are the tribe that have joined the evil king of Angmar, Mordirith, and sided with Sauron. And I think also, being one of the early zones, or at least from the original release, Shadows of Angmar, they were still kind of getting their feet wet in terms of creating these groups of men and these settlements that weren't a part of the books. Yes. Um, like we'd said, there isn't a lot about Angmar in the books, but they created all these men who, who you know, don't really exist in the book. And so it's, it's almost like a prototype for, most recently, groups like the Dunlendings. And my first thought is, why would these guys want to live in this crap hole swamp, <laughs> basically mini Mordor? But then you kind of, you know, they introduce you to those people and uh, why they do live there and things like that. So you're right. But Angmar is definitely a zone for people who want to be on their toes but also want to coordinate I, I don't think I've done East Angmar content since like my first main character because it's so much group content it's really really good and it would be gr- it's great to go through with a fellowship but on your own it is incredibly challenging yeah and I think the one thing I, I was disappointed with a little bit in the revamp and maybe it's just that they've moved it off over uh, into uh, to more of the East Angmar content but there was a really cool story chain that took you up into um Bale Boglock, I guess is what mm-hmm. it's called. Kind of there in the in the center, kind of right right below uh, Imlad. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of a lot of stuff that was in there. Basically, you kind of had to go kind of almost take over this fortress that was in there. We get very little from the texts about the lands of Angmar. 
On the whole, we know that it was a kingdom ruled by the Witch King of Angmar, Lord of the Nazgul, Ringwraith Extraordinaire. As a kingdom, and one almost always at total war, it is and was well defended, as evidenced by the numerous fortresses strewn about the land, like Dun Kavad, infested with orcs and the evil men of Angmar. In the timeline of Lotro, the kingdom is in the process of being reestablished by Mordirith, a sorcerer who has taken up residence at Karndoom with clandestine dreams for the north of Middle-earth. Angmar's history, as I said, is one of war. It was set up as a puppet kingdom under Sauron to combat Arnor, which it was successful in ruining over the earlier parts of the Third Age. The only specific reference to it in the Lord of the Rings proper, not the appendices, however, is when Merry is rescued from the Great Barrow and wakes up screaming about the men of Karn Doom. What men? Dead men, of course. But that I will save for an episode on the city of Karn Doom itself. Yeah, and of course, the other thing we have to mention about East Angmar is whenever you try to go to East Angmar, make sure you've done, uh, I guess it's book uh, six, yes. is it four, five, or somewhere in there, uh, chapter four, five, or six, somewhere around there, around there that allows you to walk past the, the line of um, instant death. Right. Uh, that's one thing I think so that they've done a good job ones. with um, with the spirits. We get those in West Angmar a lot, too. There's that first fortress you come across after you get out of Algar. Yep where the guy's mm-hmm. conjuring a spirit. And that's something that they really took uh, free reign with from the books and just embedded it in so many sections. But they did a really good job of incorporating that into the story of Angmar. And it's good that they included that uh, in a zone like Angmar, which all you really have to go on from the books is that it's a crappy place where the Witch King used to live. So you know it's not going to be too happy. Yes. Yeah, and especially, you know, the one on the, the eastern side there yeah. where you know, they had that whole other ramp of that of that zone that kind of says hey you know something bad's you know starting to to creep into this yeah. you know beautiful looking uh peaceful area yeah so what do we say about a place that is like mordor's annoying little brother for lotro it is simply another in a long line of challenges presented to the player as they find their way in their own middle earth it's the tip of the iron crown the largest hurdle a new player faces in the middle earth of the books it is a dead land infested only with the dead and cursed by the remains of a cursed man, the Witch King, first and last in a line that, having served its purpose, is now gone. All eyes turn east towards the Great Eye. The rangers remember it as the land that perhaps ruined their own, the home of a mortal enemy who has also moved east. While it is a dark history, it is a land full of its own, just like the rest of the world. So let's not wall it up just yet. Um, So have there been any places in West Angmar that you found that are not as you know secret or less accessible or just some cool spots that you've ever discovered you know i was trying to think about that and really i guess that the main thing that i i always do is you know going through the different fortresses and just right. walking around which is sometimes a little challenging yeah uh, but, go back you when know, you're level, trying, go back when you're 65 and <laughs> it'll be easier well, to walk around. you know even when you're when you're there just go say hey i wonder what's around this corner yeah and, and you know worst case you run away and hope that you can and and um but you know, trying to go see where different things are because there's a lot of really interesting um, architecture is probably not the right word, but no, you know, I, I landscape think, uh, design and things like that. There's all sorts of different um, monuments and yeah. different things that are there that are, are are things that you know again just help stress that a this is an evil place and, and b it's been like this for a while. Yeah, and I think, and I think using the word architecture is fine because that, that those kind of jagged castle fortress spots aren't anywhere else in the game. Yeah, and I guess those things like you know, like monuments and statues and statues and things like that that they definitely have yeah. erected in, in different places or carved into the walls or right. um, 
you know, I think that's kind of one of the coolest things. You know, I, I remember this quite vividly in, in beta walking from the North Downs, you know, those big, huge, massive uh, stone carvings that are there. Yeah, that is, you know, I, I forgot I, about I, that. Those are especially creepy and a very cool introduction to the zone. I really do think that, you know, by far, Lotro is one of the best looking games, if not the best looking game out there. Absolutely, especially the yeah. landscapes. Yeah, I mean, and just to kind of walk around and, and really to kind of visualize, you know, the, the, the words that you've read so many different yeah. times and so many years ago, that that's, I, it's, I just, every once in a while, I just go and just do that, or, you know, wander around and go check stuff out. And, Definitely. Just going in and even once you cross into kind of West Namor proper and you see the way the sky is, like that's kind of enough to kind of drag you in. Like I'm probably going to get my butt kicked here, but at least it, uh, it looks cool. Well, Doc Holliday, thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, not a problem. I appreciate it. This has been episode 10 of the Beneath Your Feet podcast. My thanks again to Doc Holliday for joining me. Make sure to give him a listen at MMOreporter.com and DocHollidayMMO.com. If you'd like more information on West Angmar, along with screenshots and links to this episode's music, check the show notes on my blog at www.LotroBeneathYourFeet.com. From there, you can view old screenshots and episodes, follow on Facebook or Google+, and subscribe on iTunes. As always, I'll be announcing the forthcoming episode on the blog next week, so once you hear which lands I will be exploring next, please send any questions, comments, screenshots, poems, songs, short stories, anything at all, to shipwreck at lotrobeneathyourfeet.com. Stay tuned, and thank you again for listening. My name is Shipwreck, and we'll see you next time when we go beneath your feet. <laughs>